Greetings, listener. Welcome to Talent Horizon, your primary source for the latest AI news, insights, and trends impacting the staffing and recruitment industry. I'm your host, Helge, AI tech expert. And I'm Lee, your recruitment industry specialist. We have an exclusive guest with us today, Maurice Fuller, a well-recognized staffing technology expert who's the founder of Staffing Tech and a fractional CTO to the staffing industry. Welcome to Talent Horizon, Maurice. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And Maurice, uh, could you please start by just introducing yourself and sharing uh, your experience uh, with the staffing and recruitment industry? Sure, I've been in the space for uh, 28 years now. I started uh, as a recruiter, but before that I had a career in marketing and technology. Worked as a recruiter, hands-on for uh, several years, but then I moved into management and that quickly led to uh, technology, which I've been hyper-focused on really for the last uh, 20 years or so. Building uh, technology solutions, uh, proprietary solutions, and now working with more than 100 staffing firms to optimize their staffing technology. I can see the the scale of transformation you, you would have seen from your perspective, what, what does the future of staffing and recruitment look like, especially with the transition from traditional to increasingly fully automated staffing agencies? When we look at the industry historically, you know, it started right over after World War II uh, with Kelly Services. Back then, when you think about the technology that they had available to them, it was typewriters and pencils and paper and a phone. Uh, maybe an adding machine, but off of very primitive technology, they were able to get the business off the ground. And as we've added more and more technology over the years, the industry has become more and more efficient. And uh, fundamentally, the technology has enabled our industry to grow, um, to become better at what we do, and also to deal with um, increasing complexity of the regulatory environment that we work within. So when we look ahead and we think, what, what's this industry going to be like, you know, 10 20 years from now, clearly the, this industry is not going away. The industry will exist. And if anything, the advancements in technology, uh, particularly uh, large language models, is going to accelerate the growth of our industry. We're going to become more efficient, more cost efficient, and better at what we do. And so that's going to increase the demand for our services. If we dig a bit deeper, could you maybe shed some light on uh, the key technology trends? I mean, you, you mentioned the uh, large language models, but yeah, maybe other uh, trends that are impacting the staffing and recruitment industry? These large language models actually have um, just tremendous potential. We're just seeing a, the first glimpse of, of what's possible in some of the innovations that are coming out. And so I know we're going to be talking about that quite a bit. There's a long laundry list of, of technologies that are, are going to play a role in the future. Leadership also plays a crucial role in, in any change, but what advice would you offer to, to managers who's trying to navigate this ever-changing technology landscape? It's imperative that they stay current with the trends. There's never been more technological change in our industry. If I was a manager and I was running a staffing firm no matter what level I was at, whether I was an owner or was a, a president or a department leader, I'd be paying a lot more attention to ways to automate different facets of my line of business or the entire business. Have you any insights that you might share on how best to craft an effective strategy and plan for technology adoption within those, uh, those agencies you support or that you see? It really starts with the company itself and where they have had success historically. 
it's often building on the existing success, but also with technology, it opens up new ways of doing business. And also it opens up uh, new markets. We want to start by thinking about the current competitive advantages that the firm brings to the market and how we can leverage technology to build on those competitive advantages. And then we think about other competitive advantages that we may need to build in order to uh, succeed in the future. And we look at the technology that's available to us and we look at how that technology can enable us to create differentiation in the market. So for example, automation is a great tool for creating differentiation. We sort of meld these things together uh, between the go-to-market strategy and the competitive advantages and the technology that's available, not just in the delivery side, but also on the marketing side as well, uh, because we need both job orders and we need candidates. Uh, with modern technology, we can expand our markets. We can identify customers that we may not have identified previously um, and build relationships with them. Um, and same thing with, with candidates as well. So um, it streamlines a lot of different facets of the staffing process. Oftentimes it starts just with the technology that you, you have and taking advantage of what, what you have and then adding more technology on top of that to become more efficient or to support specific ways of doing business. Right. Yeah. We see that as well. Often when we help staffing agencies implement Globus, it's like, okay, first we need to just help you guys get your ducks in, in an order with uh, when it comes to data and, and uh, how things are built up in the ATS system. I'm interested around uh, perhaps how in your experience, you've seen staffing leaders foster a culture where the team is enthusiastic about adopting new technologies, how do they do it? There's several aspects of that. Um, so the the strategic versus the tactical, you know, traditionally staffing firms have been really, really tactical. How do we change successfully? And I think there's, there's two parts to this. There's what's happening now, which is that we're introducing technologies that are making uh, recruiters more efficient and uh, they're making more money as a result of it. It's an easy sell to say to recruiters, hey, we're introducing this technology. It's gonna change how you work. It's gonna take over some of what you're doing, but it's going to make you more efficient. You're gonna make more placements. You're gonna make more money. And this is gonna go on for some period of time, but we're, we're also kind of in a transition phase where some of the key things that recruiters have done historically, where we've thought only recruiters can possibly do these things. Only human beings can be doing this part of the process large language models are going to enable us to take over that that part of the staffing process the role of the recruiter will shift and it will evolve there will always be a human component to what we do but i think it's going to open up some questions that staffing firms are going to have to really contemplate like what is the value that recruiters are bringing now in this process and how do we compensate recruiters appropriately for uh, the role that they serve in in staffing Looking at that a bit closer and, and the recruiter's role, what key skills do you think a recruiter should focus on to stay ahead of the curve? Also a really interesting question. So we have recruiters that are operating in all kinds of different ways to support the recruitment process. Some, some recruiters are highly, highly tactical, sort of data-driven, asking questions and, and helping almost like a customer service role. And at the opposite extreme, we have very high level executive recruiters that are focused on, on placing, you know, very senior people within the organization. These are very complex placements. 
within the industry, um, and then everything in between. But generally speaking, the low-level tactical work that we have done traditionally within the industry is gradually going to go away and it's going to elevate everything that we do. It's so the recruiter will increasingly become advisory and consultative in their role in working with, with candidates. And for those of us that love that part of the business, love counseling and advising, it's going to be absolutely fantastic because it's going to enable us to do more and more of that. For recruiters that are good at what they do because they're very capable at the tactical part of it, as we move up to higher levels, they may not like that part of the job as the job uh, changes. So I think the kind of person who's going to succeed in the new world of, of staffing and recruiting is likely to be different. Some will, will make the shift successfully. Others will decide they want to move into, into other facets of the business or, or into other businesses. I think that leads us really nicely onto the idea of how upskilling recruitment teams becomes absolutely critical to ensure you remain competitive. Are you seeing any particular strategies that are proving effective around that upskilling process? I haven't seen that yet, but it, you know, if I was a leader within a staffing firm and my firm was becoming highly automated and my goal was to ensure that we had a very strong human component in the staffing process, then I would make absolutely sure that um, my recruiters were skilled in providing excellent advisory and consulting services as part of that process. So however the industry evolves, however the, the software comes about to support um, the staffing process, you know, we will staff the teams appropriately with the right people and the right skills and capabilities to ensure excellent services uh, that are being delivered to all of the stakeholders that we work with. This might be a bit provocative to some, but what's your take on the fear that AI could replace human recruiters? I think that there are definitely parts of those staffing process that AI will do better than humans um, can, and that will happen much faster than people realize. So. I think that a lot of staffing firm leaders are in for some surprises as the as the true capabilities of, of AI start to reveal themselves. Software capabilities come about that can be incorporated into the staffing process that will change the, the very nature of how staffing is performed. And no, what perhaps future changes do you foresee in the candidate's journey with the start in the staffing and recruitment industry? You know, when, when you think about a staffing firm becoming more of a technology business, more and more staffing firms internally need to operate like software businesses operate internally in terms of the way that they have a strategy for enhancing their technological capabilities and the way that they, they improve the operations of, of their business. The experience that is delivered, just like Amazon delivers an experience, you know, or Microsoft, when they talk about the software that they do, they, they talk about experiences that they're delivering. So it's the same thing you know, we're going to be talking about like the onboarding experience, or we're going to be talking about the interview experience. We're going to be focusing more and more on the experience and delivering a high quality experience to candidates. Um, and that will just be an imperative if we want to succeed um, in the industry. So I, I think that the candidates will appreciate more and more working with staffing firms. But at the same time, uh, these AI capabilities are going to enable candidates to reach out to 
more and more companies and apply to more jobs more efficiently. So increasingly, again, that human experience, that human touch will play a role in connecting us to specific people that we want to work with. And also, I think we can look forward to, you know, in computing in general, a big trend is just being conversational with the technologies that we're working with. We experience this to some extent, like with Siri, we're somewhat conversational. But the conversational piece is going to become a huge part of computing in the next several years. And so the conversational part through automation with staffing firms is going to become a big part of the way that candidates engage with us. You know, do you have examples of how technology or maybe especially AI, uh, how you think it will be used to better attract, engage and retain candidates? Yeah, I mean, in all those in all those areas, it's going to enable us to engage with candidates more efficiently retain candidates because we're going to be able to build personal relationships with candidates and recruit more effectively. So, you know, these large language models, it's like the language that's contained within our, in our heads, the way we communicate, that was a big missing piece in the, in our tech stacks uh, for capabilities that we needed to really get at the heart of what we do in recruiting and staffing. But now that we have it, um, it's going to enable us to improve a lot of different facets of the staffing process and become more efficient. We see many times is agencies have a large database of candidates and then just a fraction of those are active candidates. And I think there's a huge potential in just, you know, engaging with those candidates, getting more of them to be active and engage with with your brand. I think technology can definitely help there. Yeah, a lot of them are not even surfaced because the data wasn't put in correctly or they don't show up. You don't have the information about when you reached out last. Yeah. So as we become sort of more, take on more tactics traditionally used in, in consumer relationships, many staffing firms have, have candidate databases that are, are way too large, right? Years and years of, of candidates that there's no relationship there. So we'd be better off with a smaller database of candidates with whom we are more actively engaged. And so I see that happening where staffing firms just kind of lob off a large amount of resumes of candidates that are will never be active with them and just focus on a smaller number of candidates within their database with whom they are more actively engaged and then ensuring that there's data hygiene with the database. What do you think about you know content and especially video? I definitely say video becoming a really important part of the future of staffing. I think it's just another way to build a, a human connection with, with candidates. You know, traditionally we've done a lot of work over phone and now, you know, like Zoom and different types of video have introduced. It will just become a normal part of the way that we we engage with candidates. There will definitely be a lot more video. I just created my own uh, AI avatar, which uh, also uses my voice. And it's it's almost scary, you know, you just use chat wow. you create a script. And then it generates the video of me speaking in any language. It's actually a really fascinating concept, this idea of building an avatar of, of yourself. It's really possible if you start tracking all the conversations that you're having and you're tracking all the written communications that you write. I think over time we can build out large language models that increasingly re replicate who we are as human beings. And then, of course, we can replicate the, the physical aspect. So we, we combine the two together. And we're going to, and you do this over an extended period of time, we're going to be able to 
create increasingly realistic avatars of ourselves. I wonder if you might anticipate a time whereby that, whether it's that avatar, but with all that information sitting behind it, that actually that becomes, replaces the CV. The curriculum vitae becomes an automated video-based, avatar-based perhaps kind of tool that evidences the best of our skills, capabilities, and experiences. That's a question we may not have contemplated seriously like a couple of years ago, but now with with ChatGPT and large language models, that's definitely within the, the realm of, of possibilities now of large language models uh, built around our own personalities, like being an indicator of, of who we are and what our capabilities are. For temporary staffing agencies, which keep placing the same candidates, the, the data will definitely uh, be a competitive advantage, you know, because with these large language models, you will have a much better ability to understand the competence and skills of candidates. So as long as you, you know, collect that data in a good way, that's pretty exciting because that also allows both for a better customer experience and a candidate experience, because, you know, you know exactly who is a good fit for what role. One of the challenges that we have is aligning candidates, what they want to do what they're capable of with the right jobs. And so when we place somebody into a job and they, the job is different from what they expected, then that's, there's a failure there that occurred somewhere between the agency and the, and the hiring firm where someone was placed into a job that they're, they're dissatisfied with. Now they have to restart their process and find another job. And so to the extent that we can use large language models and many other technologies to ensure that candidates know exactly what they're getting themselves into when they accept a new job, I think will increase the level of satisfaction that candidates have in working with our firms. And it will, it will certainly um, increase retention on assignment. What about the, um, the role that direct marketplaces will play in the future of, of, uh, of staffing and recruitment? How do you see that, Maurice? I think a lot of the same trends will, will continue to play you know, an increasing role. On the perm side of the business, we're going to be able to use large language models to understand our candidates better, understand the job better, and and create better matches, and also operate faster. So I think we're seeing a lot of really um, exciting work that's happening with machine learning to be able to um, identify candidates who would be a good fit for particular positions and then to be able to campaign those candidates and engage with them at scale. So that's helping us uh, build efficiencies. You know, we're going to continue to see progress, but I think for perm uh, placement, the human component as far as what the recruiter is doing, kind of serving as, as a conduit between two different parties will become more efficient, but the human component in that area will remain extremely uh, key. Um, and the role of the recruiter, I think, will be preserved for a long time. Getting back to Globus, you guys are doing an amazing job um, in terms of automating the staffing process and, and bringing significant efficiencies to the staffing industries. And so you're right at the cutting edge of technology to help staffing firms build on all of the trends that, that we, we've talked about. Certainly anyone that is looking for opportunities to streamline their business, they should definitely have a, a closer look at, at your products and services. Thanks for, for mentioning that. I, I think uh, what you're bringing up is, is really exciting. For me as a data scientist as well, you know, being able to handle all this unstructured data 
because before we had to look into the ATS and figure out, you know, you had to use the data that was structured in some way. What's your role? What's your skill? Uh, what's your job history? Now we can just take all of that text, store it in a vector database and look for, you know, similar candidates to whatever else text that we have. That sounds hugely innovative and a real game changer. But now there's like this whole new layer that we can use for matching where we can look at the job description and look at it really high level and look at the candidate and look at it high level. And there's and there's this whole new level of matching, which is what, what has been the purview traditionally of what recruiters have done. You could take it even one step further. We have, let's say, a conversation with the candidate and the whole conversation gets loaded into a large language model. We have a conversation with the hiring manager about the position that gets moved into a large language model. So now you've got yet another layer of matching that, that will occur that will be supported by large language models. I think that the quality and the speed of matching is going to um, speed up significantly in, in the next few years. Uh, what you mentioned there, Lee, speed to uh, value, time to value, it's, uh, it's very important. And, and this also changes the game when it comes to that, because you know where we before had to do mapping of each and every field and, and do a lot of data cleaning and, and to hook up new services to the ATS system. What we can do now is just dump all the data, get started right away. You don't need to do all of this uh, preparation uh, to get going. So that's also, yeah, shortens the time before you see value from uh, from your service and can start using them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Given that we're talking about the the dramatic fast pace of technological change in the industry, what, what advice might you have for listeners on navigating and, and, and understanding that fast pace change? There's so much happening. I think either as a company, you make a very strong commitment to keeping up with all of the changes that are happening and, and seeing lots of demos and trying a lot of different things and really leaning into technology and or working with an, an outside advisor, someone like myself, to help make sense of all the choices that are available and, and make the right decisions at the right time uh, to take your firm up to the next level. We're really seeing interesting developments in the area of, of AI and, and interviewing. And what we're going to see is that AI will do a better job of interviewing and screening candidates than recruiters can do themselves. So a lot of what we do in staffing is kind of a first level screen. So for example, you know, we're not the hiring manager. We don't have the depth of knowledge like the hiring manager has to, to screen candidates. Um, so typically we're able to put candidates in, in one of several buckets, um, you know, based on, on our ability to interview them and, and our understanding of the job, particularly technical jobs, um, software engineering jobs, for example, recruiters are not full stack developers. They don't know all these technologies, but they know a lot of the buzzwords but they don't necessarily know all the, the questions to ask. But AI bots are very good at being able to ask these kind of questions and at a higher level and in, in a more in-depth way than recruiters themselves. So this is one area where recruiters are going to be helped in assessing candidates quickly in their capabilities and to do so better than we're currently doing that in the process. And it will also speed up the, the staffing process when we're able to introduce that capability 
um, into the way that we work with our candidates. Everything is becoming more automated. Our clients, our customers that we serve, they're going to become significantly more automated. They're taking advantage of all these AI technologies. And as we mentioned before, the candidates themselves. So AI will be an enabling technology everywhere with all of the stakeholders that we, we do business with. In all these different applications, we're going to have an AI that helps us do our work within that application. And I assume at some level, we're going to have an AI that kind of helps us through the whole day sort of like a macro level AI as well that helps us get through all of the work that we do. So I think work is going to become smoother and we're going to be kind of working more more in that zone of focus and not dealing with as many distractions. It's going to help us become significantly more productive and provide higher value work. You can see how a lot of things that we've traditionally done, like cut and paste information and move things around is going to go away and it's just going to be automated. And it's going to free up more and more of our time to focus on higher value activities. Maurice, a question from a non-technologist, if I may. I wonder as to the role you mentioned interaction with, say, Siri or Alexa. I wonder as to the part that voice has to play in all of this. I'm sat here reflecting on much of the speed of process from my perspective is determined by how fast I can type. But actually, increasingly, does voice become in terms of how we interact, does that become ever an ever more increasing feature? Computing in general is going to become more and more conversation. More and more of what we will be doing is having conversations with computers, conversations with our phones, conversations with our laptops and our applications to get work done. And so this the, the typing part is just kind of like an intermediary right now to enable us to communicate you know, mouse and whatnot to communicate with, with the computer. But now we've had voice recognition for decades now, really good voice recognition. Now the next level is that the conversational, the piece and, and putting that all into context. And that's, that's all coming together. So the experience of interacting with a computer is going to become increasingly human-like through conversations. I think for staffing managers to kind of figure out to, to make a bet on because there are so many and then you have the established vendors which might be built on old technology and then you have all these smaller startups which are much leader uh, building on the new technologies and which will be the one prevailing in the future there are enabling technologies like uh, like automation for example that really give smaller firms the ability to compete with the bigger firms bigger firms are, are wrestling with the same challenges that you know, with, with implementing automation, except they're having to do it at scale across very large organizations. Whereas the smaller firms, they're much more agile and they can, they can make decisions more quickly and implement rapidly, you know, like your product, for example, just, you know, starting fresh without all sort of the history and legacy that comes along with that. What do you think will be like the, the competitive advantage for agencies once you see that you know you have access to this technology quite easily even the smaller firms the efficiency gains we talked about video about audio uh, that can be generated where will the competitive advantage lie because it will be almost like experiencing human follow-up again if you think about like a software company and the way software companies compete with each other 
uh, for uh, for features and capabilities and services. I could see scenarios playing out where staffing firms increasingly become like service organizations competing on metrics and performance on capabilities like, like a SaaS firm does. Yeah, I think also this mindset that an agency will be less human-driven and more tech-driven, that's also kind of a, a big mindset shift. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about that. Certainly some of the most successful uh, staffing firms today, where they are today because of their technology prowess. Wonderful insights, wonderful array of, of, of knowledge that you've kindly shared with us today. It's, it's really appreciated. It was a real honor to be able to chat with you guys today. Thank you so much and wish you a tremendous success um, with future of your products. Thank you, uh, Maurice, for, for joining us. And uh, to our listeners as well, thank you for joining us on this episode. And uh, feel free to share your thoughts or questions on our social media platforms uh, for a chance to either be featured in future episodes or let us know what kind of questions or people you would want to, to see on Talent Horizon. Thank you again, Maurice. Thank you. Thank you.